with over 6,500 podcasts coming out this year, few of them give a full recap of Bar Rescue episodes, which is why the Shut It Down Bar Rescue Recap Podcast won't be another statistic, a show dedicated to sitting down, opening the books, and unpacking the emotional roller coaster that is Bar Rescue. We are going to kick off part two of our doubleheader here. Uh, this is, in fact, the uh, Shut It Down Bar Rescue Recap Show. And I am going to tell you where to find us. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, of course. Uh, download us there. Also find us on Stitcher. That's another place to look for us. Uh, if you want to email us, email us at shutitdownpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, for all of your bar rescue needs, uh, we'll be more than happy to help you out with all that. Questions, questions, concerns. Com- yes, concerns, uh, whatever you need to know about the man, the myth, John Taffer, any of the support, his team of experts, we got you. Uh, and that sh- uh, I'll now tell you who I am. I am Jim Search. You can find me on Twitter at Jim Search. Also, you can go on Instagram and find me there. Much the same. And now let's say you're crazy and you're like, well, gee, where can I find Jim's comedy site? Well, you can go to jimsearchcomedy.com and look up all my dates of me having shows. So that's me as a person. And who might any of you be? I'm Katrin Heyer. I'm also a stand-up comic. And you can find me um, on Twitter at Katra Heyer. That's it. (laughs) There you go. Everything's on there. Deal with it there. Social media maven. That's me. (laughs) Deal with it there. And you, sir. Uh, This is Max Cohen. And you can find me online at thisismaxcohen.com. See how that works? Uh, (laughs) Also, Facebook and Twitter, this is Max Cohen. And Instagram, I am not on, but I will always plug my beautiful, adoring puppy, sleepy NYC dog. Yeah. Yeah. His coach. Uh Yeah. Coach is doing much better. He had a rough couple weeks, but he's doing great now. I know. He's on the mend. Uh, and Big dog I, fans on this podcast, by the way. Shout out, sure. to, shout out to everybody's doggies. Anyone wants to send us pictures of their dogs? Oh my god, we are yes. more than happy to look at them. Yeah, we will talk about the prettiest dogs as well. We will bring podcast. them up on the show a little yeah. bit. I think we'll shout I your would. dog out. I'd shout your dog. I we will not shut your dog down. We will shout your dog out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wait, Very what? Poetic. Well, (laughs) well played. Very amusing. And uh, I will will plug at the top, come see my uh, debut album recording, uh, November 20th, 2016. Uh, Go to the Wild Project Theater uh, and buy tickets for November 20th, 8 p.m. Hell yeah. Go check them out, It's going to be great. Um, So, without further ado, a... (laughs) interesting episode oh I must what say, an man. hour of television oh this was God. this was a real emotional ride we this all was went a on. treat a real yeah i would <laughs> i would a call treat. this yeah. a treat uh <laughs> i love i laughed aloud alone <laughs> laughed aloud alone yep. <laughs> the best kind which is i've started to do a lot more recently i don't know if that's Good. like a sign of senility or if it's just like happiness i'm not sure could be both could be both no, they're not mutually exclusive. Yeah, I mean, like, laughed. I'll tell you when, but anyway. I laughed okay. so hard, my I woke my dog up. <laughs> and my dog was like, is Sleepy everything Sleepy dog okay? NYC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like, you're interrupting my sleepiness right now. This better be worth it. Oh, it's not worth it for me? It's not food for me right now? I don't care. 
back to sleep. Back. Yeah. Calling it a day. Oh my god, this episode so, is so, so yeah, weird. It had a lot, man. I hope uh, everyone's bracing themselves. I really like. Having, I got to yeah. I really like the Vegas episodes, I think. There's they're always kind of weird. Like yeah. there's always something really weird happening. Listen, and John's not rescuing the Luxor anytime soon. No. No. He's the Venetian, not. he's not going to the Venetian to save it. Uh so uh that without further ado uh allow us to introduce the episode 12 beers a slave uh which i, I cringed a little bit cringed at the yeah. name <laughs> kind of problematic yeah yeah um <laughs> i mean def- i see what they were trying to go with definitely probably not a lot of black people in the writing room over at uh, uh bar rescue <laughs> old- i see old b rescue yeah. uh, and if there are they were probably uh curling their toes are curling up yeah. yeah uh so this episode takes place in john's hometown of las vegas yeah. uh the home of hospitality yes home of like hospitality yes uh which in 2015 a gentleman by the name of brad stegman who we'll get into left his casino job uh <laughs> for opening the bar known as city bar uh which may be the worst named bar Ever or laziest name laziest, bar? Laziest, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. city I mean, bar. What does that say about anything? It I reminds have... me if you're familiar with New York City at all. It reminds me of like City Market Cafe, which is, which is like one of those generic delis that only tourists go to. Like right. that's yeah. what it reminded me of. And even the sign, I was like, ugh. Yeah. So yeah, it like and it, I have the feeling that Brad just kind of like stood outside the not to be named city bar yet and just looked at us like well it's a bar (laughs) where is it Uh, a city yeah got it and that was it (laughs) that was it that was it that has video poker uh well sure it's in vegas that's the subheading under Uh, it we did lose a couple well we lost a couple machines uh (laughs) but let's uh let's talk about um (laughs) i can't uh our staff here (laughs) Man, uh, we got Belinda. <laughs> These are some chicks, man. Yeah. yeah they've, they've seen Jesus. some shit. This is some shit. This was, uh, I, uh, dare I say, rough around the edges. I know. I kind of loved it, though. Oh, I, I, I did, I really too. love these gals. They were uh, they were some rough and tumble ladies oh my God. who looked like they were mummified with Newport cigarette smoke. Uh, totally. They have so, Virginia like, Slims. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have Kim, who apparently everyone hates because she starts shit with everyone. She has Angie's list hair. Yes. Well, that's right. She does. Yeah. <laughs> she does. Just short and very plastered like onto short, her Like that short, ugly, like, sorry, I'm not trying to be mean, but just uh, that okay. awful haircut. <clears throat> that's that fine. I hate. And then she just has a lot of product to keep like it all matted. A lot of product as down close to her and like just that short, weird Angie's List haircut. And then we have <laughs> Elizabeth, who uh, uh, was a, a mess. <laughs> the young, the real young one is Elizabeth, right? No, uh, no, the other one. The, well, there's Megan. Who had the misdemeanor and she almost died and she has a daughter. That's She's 10 a recovering years old. drug addict. Right, 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 right. That's the emotional. That's the emotional story. Yes. Right yes. There. that's what we want. Megan, I really, yeah. She Megan, lip I ring. With. She yeah. had all sorts of stuff going on. Not even so. lip. It was like off the lip. Yeah, well, yeah. It was like a hook. Was the, it a hook through the lip? Yeah. It's yeah. something. That, I I felt kind of maternal towards Megan. Yeah. Well, the, well, it's funny because that'll come up later in and the that episode. That comes up later. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we uh now it's. Belinda, who plays mom, 
to uh, Megan. Belinda, that's it. Belinda plays mom to Megan. Which, um, that name. <laughs> Belinda, yeah. the good witch. Belinda. Uh, good old B. Uh, B. So, yeah, so we learn all about Megan. Megan's just just a, just a train wreck. <laughs> and, you know, uh, she couldn't find a job because she had a criminal record. And Brad was like, it's cool. I'll fuck with you. And then she and, got... And she really appreciates him taking the chance. Like, yeah. Right. She feels indebted yeah. to him and wants to do right by him. And she's, like, cleaned her act up. She ain't stealing anymore. She learned a lesson. And so that's why she's in it, right? So now... Uh, it's safe to say that City Bar has no identity. Like, there's no sort defining of defining kind of characteristics. Yes, because so they do all sorts of shit <laughs> <laughs> there. Uh, they have Monday night. They have jazz uh, weekends. They have a DJ. Um, and now, because there's no uh, steady clientele, Brad has a great idea to have the bartenders have different kind of nights. Do what they want. She, he sort of gives them free reign. Yes. Which do. drew me so nuts. It's such a bad idea to give this staff, right? I feel like that's bad. like that's why you have managers, right? Like if you're the owner and you can't figure it out, you hire a manager you, to help figure out yeah, nights yeah. and evenings. And you have, I mean, look, bartenders have followings. Like you know, yeah, a bartender may be like have a group of regulars that came from one bar that will go to another. That's fine, but you shouldn't let them be doing the program behind what the bars should right. be no. doing, right? That's Unless they have good. like extensive event planning experience, but that's usually not the case. Yeah, that's not. It doesn't seem the case with these group no. of gals. Oh, and then just slightly a little side note um, in the episode is the mannequin that Brad has out. Yeah. <laughs> the sign. Yo, man. Is, well, Brad, what is going on? Well, Brad was that? like, I don't want to hire one of those spinner guys, so I just so bought a mannequin weird. to hold the sign. To which John says, this is like in New York City. Where you have these people who just uh, have like five dollar New York, I love New York T shirts on them. Yeah, but like yeah. it's even weirder because I don't know. It has like some strange hat with like cloth on it, and I don't the, know the what it looked. Wig on it. Yeah. It was really, really. The mannequin looked up. like it uh, fell out of Buffalo Bill's basement. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. So weird. Just very weird. Creepy. Yeah. And well, don't worry, we'll get into creepy. Uh so given that Brad was like, fuck it, let me have an open platform for people to have their different nights. Right. Uh one of the bartenders um uh decided, I think it was Elizabeth, decided to have a BDSM night. Why not? Right? Which I have no we're not gonna like you know, be repressed sexual people here. Like, I have no problem with that lifestyle, but the freaking bar is such a bad venue for it. Like, it's like fluorescent <laughs> lighting. It's like doing it. It does have a little bit of a dungeon-y vibe. But, but in a really weird way. Like, just really bad lighting. It, like, but, but it's 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 a bad reason... Again, not it's not a lifestyle. It's not no, about the lifestyle. No, it's not about the lifestyle. Not, we but, just yeah. want to make that clear. We but don't want to like shame Taffer, anybody's lifestyle. As John Tepper says again and again, this is about maximizing your business and getting right. the broadest market. I I don't know the statistics of how big the BDSM community is in Las Vegas, but but per Brad's thing about why he wanted to open this, he his goal was I want to create a local neighborhood tavern where yeah. people go when they finish their shit. And all of a sudden, he so has I'm this guessing, niche thing happening. Yes, and which, the niche thing is counter to getting the neighborhood exactly. Vibe. So it just right. it's just bad business strategy. Yeah. So we're not shaming the lifestyle, no. but it it's not 
working. I think but the best to be way clear, we are shaming the Angie, uh, Angie's list hairstyle. Yes, yeah. that's fine. I think it's safe to. <laughs> we can uh, always shame hair in here. <laughs> to to sum up the uh, BDSM row, um, time and place I feel like would fit into this. Yeah, like it's this isn't the time, nor is it the place. Yeah. No, you want to do this at a place that is old, like that you're going to be able to get it more uh more niche operation like this bar is not it's just not the and not, place and not it even, has like gas station lighting like yeah. it's not which is a problem in and of itself but then to have that in it like that was what made me laugh so hard i think so, like i wasn't yeah. laugh it was just so incongruent like it didn't make sense like there was no there <laughs> that's what made me laugh so hard they, it was one of their husbands right it was kim's it was, husband yeah it was like kim. was it maybe elizabeth's yeah, it was elizabeth no okay. it was elizabeth's husband oh, because okay. then, Aaron. Uh, oh my god it just did not make sense it made yeah. no sense so uh yeah so we got like a bdsm night and we're like all right uh, and so the that, guy is so weird. Oh, he's the leader. He's trying to like lick people's faces. <laughs> like, what are you? And then he got so mad. He's like, "Well, screw you. I'm leaving." <laughs> and they're oh like, God. "I guess, I guess that's the way to hurt him with his bondage of like just tell him he's not wanted." Yet. Yeah, he's like, "That hurts we deeper than you. any lash." Yeah, <laughs> he lashed. The first lash is the deepest. <laughs> so that being said, uh. We then learn about the uh, drama uh, behind the bar. Oh, boy. Uh, Megan and Kim have beef. Major. Major beef. Because Kim, as Megan put it, is a liar and a thief and is, uh, uh, or no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Kim's a liar and a thief. uh, And Kim apparently gaslights Megan all the time and like fucks with her. She's kind of a bully, which I could see. Yeah. Cause like when we'll get this later on the episode, but like she comes back, she comes in all passive aggressively smiling. Like, Hey everybody. Hi. How you did? Like, Oh, you know, no one likes you. Right. Right. That's why you're doing that. So, um, so we got that drama. They all hate each other. Uh, Brad makes the statement that uh, he's not going to shave his beard until it turns around. Yeah, it's like, like an epic playoff beard. Yeah. Yeah. But and he this looks guy gross. looks, I don't know. Oh. He, he, he lo- looks he, rough. He looks like Gimli from Lord of the Rings. Yes, he looks just like earlier. Gimli. Google Gimli Lord of the Rings. This is what this guy looks like. He looks like a dwarf ready to go into battle, which as we see, oh. he, he does go to battle. Oh, he but, is. He's it's hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious effect. He goes into battle. So, uh, so we find out that, uh, yeah, he's ready. He's ready to uh, square up. Uh, but we find out the bar is 140k in debt. Yeah, losing six grand a month. Also, fuck me. Uh, also, so it's only one block off of the strip. It's really close. It's yeah, close. it's kind of like prime. Prime real, real estate, estate for, for his stated goal of like, I want a place where when people finish their shift, they come and get a, get a drink. Like, that's, that's one of the best spots you could, totally. you could be in. Like, he's, he's, the spot is set up for success. Absolutely. Totally could be down to get it. So, yeah, uh, like, all the workers and entertainers who want to, like, have a quiet spot yeah, to go and go chill out. Yeah. Um, so now for me, it's s- always just home. I don't, I'm tired of being no, out well, of the world. Yeah. 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 And home <laughs> is where the heart is. Um, so, and anywho, uh, we find out, well, we're, we're watching the video, right? We get this interior scene. Yes. Interior scene of the bar. And, uh, Brad, uh, opens up with what the 
fuck is this shit? <laughs> Brad starts losing his shit over shit in the toilet and makes the bartender clean the toilet. And, of course, John is like, oh, man. That's oh. disgusting. Oh, God. She's going to handle drinks after this. <laughs> yep. Not happy about that because now the customers have seen her go in the bathroom, clean it, and then come back and serve drinks. Not a good look. Well, also, they saw firsthand Brad losing his mind of going, hey, what's going on? The toilet's over flooded! What's going to do that? Yeah. It's all my it up! Like, he goes from zero to 100. Yes, he in does. No time but it almost looks fake. Like it's- What? Not on Bar Rescue. No, I know. Not on bar I know. Rescue, no, but I mean, it was like. Yeah, he was really over the top, like almost like the producers made him do it. <laughs> I don't want to say, I don't know, something was going on. I don't want to pull on. back the curtain on that one. But it's, yeah, it does seem hysterical that it was we'll like this again really and again weird. And we'll all have fun with this throughout this recording yeah. of him suddenly yelling and screaming like, at out of nowhere. And, and then he makes what's her face clean it up. Elizabeth? No. Megan. Uh, Megan. Megan. Megan cleans up the shit out of the toilet. And then that's when John calls Brad outside. Right. And uh, breaks down. Goes in the car. Toilet cleaning one. Which is interesting that he shows up alone. There's no recon. There's no. Yeah. Uh, spiced no it up. No specialists in the car with him. He's just there. He spiced Excuse it me. up. Uh, so then John is pissed about the mannequin outside. And he's like, <laughs> what the hell is this? And of course. He's and then like, S&M. Yeah. Night. We find out about the S&M night. And that does not float. Uh, and then we see the bartenders are having beef in front. Of the, of the customers, and that's never good either. Uh, and John's all around not impressed. Um, so now John calls in his spies. Um, Leo, also, the bar looks like shit. Like, let's be real. Yeah. Yeah, it it's was not a cute. grimy uh, grimy establishment. Yeah, this is not dive bar done well. This is dive bar because yeah. it's, it's taken a dive. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, literally and figuratively. Uh, so now we call in our, our, uh, spies, Leo and John, um, who, uh, the president and vice president of John's consulting firm. <laughs> Very good friends of his. <laughs> yeah. What is the consulting firm? I, I, who the hell knows? Yeah. yeah you know what? It's the magic of consulting firms. I don't think anyone knows what they do. <laughs> no, man. I just assume you're a drug dealer if you do consulting. Oh, uh, John's consulting. We so, don't even know. Yeah, but these are the two that are gone in and are ordering drinks. Um, and the bartenders fuck up the Bloody Mary. Um, well, no, at first they try and order. Old fashioned. Old fashioned. They don't have. They don't uh, have mint and they don't have bitters. Right. Yeah, they don't have bitters. So, like, basic drink shit that they don't have. Um, and then. Uh, and then they do make the Bloody Mary, but the guy says it has the consistency of bisque. Yeah. Ooh. Which is yeah. fucking gross. Which means. I think that means the tomato juice is turned. Yeah. Yeah, because tomato juice shouldn't be that thick. No, it should. Well, unless you use, like, Campbell's soup. Which is possible. What's going on back there. Which, uh, bartender points out that she hasn't made a Bloody Mary in 15 years, which is like. That's so hard for me to wrap my brain around as yeah, to why I can't that is. Yeah, imagine that's yeah. even true, but whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're not lies if she believes them. Uh, uh, also, Megan is smoking at the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's like, hey, she's taking drags. What can I get you? That, so great. That was the greatest. I was yes. like, ooh, throwback. Yes. Like, that was very good. And they point that out. They're like, wait a minute. She's smoking behind the bar? And that's when we get a wow. Uh, that from is John. definitely illegal. Yeah, yeah. Um, not okay. 
Um, so uh, I don't think even in bars that have we've seen smoking bars, but you can't. Well, you can smoke you in still, Las Vegas. You yeah, can, but oh you, yeah, but you still can't smoke behind. The, like no. you can't smoke no. while you're working. I think Philadelphia you can still smoke in bars too. Um, really? Huh? Yes. Yeah. Yes, you can. It's um, like Philly and Nevada are like the only states. Um, I think. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so now this is where it takes a turn. Okay. Because uh, Kim's husband uh, is bringing the cross downstairs. Yes. Okay. For fetish night. Oh, so it was oh. Kim's husband. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, Kim's. Yeah. It was the S&M person. Yeah. Okay. Because we were a little. Uh, right, right, right. Our mistake, uh, Elizabeth. We Sorry, guys. We didn't want to get you crossed up. And Angie's list hair, Kim. Yes. Is the S&M. <laughs> And Kim is also the one who felt really confident in her martinis. Yeah. And she was using her own fingers to like put the olives on Jesus the straw. Christ. And they were like, of course, undrinkable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all set with that. Yeah. So Kim's husband uh, <laughs> brings the cross. Who is? Just oh God. looks like he, you know what? It looks like he got <laughs> spit out of Hot Topic. Just like, but like a 40 year old spit out of Hot Topic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like, so, just imagine that. Someone who's just getting fresh out of divorce and being like, I got to look cool like yeah. the kids. Mm-hmm. Like, what do the kids wear? It's yeah. bad. Hey, what band are you listening to? So, <laughs> uh, so uh, he, he bring, so he's got the cross. And John, of course, is like, what the Such fuck is this? Such a good montage. And then John. But, but it's so weird because Brad tells him he doesn't approve of it but he whispers it like it's a secret like he tells john he's like don't tell anyone i don't approve of this like it's some big no-no in the in his bar everyone is supposed to be behind this and then, it, and then it hilariously cuts to aaron yelling i need a ball gag yeah <laughs> anyone have a ball gag that was ridiculous just Which, brilliant editing just yeah. bravo yeah spike tv editors and it's crazy because, like, on one hand, it's like he, uh, Brad, was like, you know, uh, we, I want you to come up with your own nights. So he kind of opened the door for yeah, the he BDSM did. shit. Yeah. To he doesn't off. give a shit, I don't think, at this point. Even well, though he's, like, pretending he does. But he's so, but it's so crazy. Like, just it's his. It's so off the wall. So, but he, he's so let the bartenders do whatever they want. Yeah. Where he's, when he, once he opened the floodgates of, like, all right, you guys make your own nights, he's like, well. It's, it's like what you said. He's like, well, I made my bed. I guess I have to lie in it yeah. now. Mm-hmm. You're the manager and the owner. That's not true in your case. So uh, Brad uh, <laughs> walks in like a fucking maniac <laughs> on, some, <laughs> on some John Tapper shit and starts Because Tapper tells him to shut it yes. down right. from, the va- from the car. So he's he, like, go in there, ta- he takes a page from Tapper's book and Ooh, he's he like, took, I got this. I can do this. all the pages. All the pages. <laughs> Every page. To, and we'll get into it in a second, but <laughs> to get John Taffer to say about you, this guy is aggressive. <laughs> is so wild to me. Yeah. I've never. I don't think I've ever heard John. No, I don't think I've ever heard him say aggressive. Yeah. He he just. I mean, he he ran in. We're not having. We're not having BDSM night anymore. Is this the scene where he takes the cross and he throws yes. it? Out? He throws the cross out. He throws it out. Cargo shorts ablaze. And Aaron's just, not happy. And hot topic is like this is bullshit. Yeah, and like <laughs> it's just it does. He doesn't make any sense. But Brad's uh, speech is great. He was like, I'm losing $6,000 a month. I'm not dealing with this anymore. This, this, I'll turn it around. I'm shutting this down. I'm, I'm changing everything around. Uh, 
Yeah, it's so weird. Oh, it was hysterical. And then that's when I was laughing out loud. It was like it was like Jesus and the money changers (laughs) just (laughs) kicked him out. So he so he runs these motherfuckers out of town, right? And that is when that's when John says he is aggressive, (laughs) which was amazing, and. He's either very passive or very emotional. He's like, Jesus Christ. Which. At the end of it. Oh. <laughs> so well, good. It was great I wanna, because. I want to rewatch this. You got to watch that part. John walked in after <laughs> Carl lost his shit, right? John. Brad. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, Brad. Uh, Brad loses his shit. And then John walks in, basically just looks around, looks at Brad, and just goes, what he said. And yeah, that was it. He didn't do, have to do anything. He didn't have to do shit. Right. He was just like, I'll see you guys in the morning, right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, there it was. There it was. <laughs> what Jesus I, Christ. He gets it. Yeah. And I don't need to do this. So he's going to run you over, I believe is what he said. He literally took the words out of my mouth. Yep. Yeah. And couldn't be more proud of him. Couldn't be more proud. So, uh, so we get to the uh, shift meeting the next day, right? And that's when uh, Kim doesn't show up. Well, yeah, she's that's very right. upset about her how her hubby was treated. Right, she's mad because of her husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Brad went nuts, and <laughs> fucking threw the cross out the door. <laughs> to be honest, if that happened, I might be a little scared to show up to work. Yeah, the next yeah, day. man. I don't entirely. Good thing they didn't burn. They didn't light it on fire. That would have been. Well, that could have stayed in the Twelve Beers of Slave montage. Exactly, uh, like with that. <laughs> I was here. like, ooh, a cross. Well, also, okay. it was the X cross. It wasn't the. G-X no, no, I know. Cross. It was like the. There was some. But that still would have been out. some big pyrotechnics to light. Yeah. Show. So, uh, so uh, Megan uh, is pissed at Kim because Kim antagonizes Megan, which exactly. I could see happening. Uh, Megan's definitely like a wimp. Yeah. I, I don't want to say wimp, but she's very like. Well, I think she's trying to get her footing back in life after well, a lot of these. these yeah, that was the wrong word. I mean, from, she's right. like, she's. Uh, she's a little bit of a pushover. She's a pushover and she's just. And I feel for her. I have sympathy for her. I feel like she has a hard time asserting like, asserting herself. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She's Reason trying to rebuild. Is that she? Because she's had a hard life. Her, yeah. It's in her to lose her shit. Right. Right. Like Megan was a was she was on drugs. She was stripping. Like she didn't give a fuck at one point in her yeah. life. Right. And now she has this second chance, and she's like, I can't blow it. And she's right. like, fucking up Kim. Because she deserves it, but I can't because I got a kid and I right. got bills to pay. So I can't beat the shit out of you in City Bar. So, <laughs> right. even though people might think that's part of the attraction of the evening. Right. Yeah. Oh, go, right. It goes with the theme of the, the BDSM. Drama. Yeah. Sure. So she can't. So she's kind of handcuffed by, she's a prisoner of circumstance. So Very Kim. Well thank you. Yeah. Uh, so Kim can't, uh, or so Kim just really just fucks with her. It's kind of bullshit. Uh, and then we find out, you know, about more about Brad. And this is where Brad's crazy comes in because uh, Brad just isn't assertive. He's a super nice guy and just lets people do shit. Right. But he's, then he's kind of like Jesse from Wheels of Misfortune. He's like, well, they're all such good people. I just like Yeah, to but see then he here, like goes Taffer on their ass randomly. Just, yeah. He goes like 20 Taffer on them. <laughs> if we can make Taffer a unit of measure. Yeah. <laughs> 20 Taffers. It, it's just, it, it, it's nuts. So. So John like uh, does this like individual assessment, and that's what yeah. that was was like mm-hmm. him like pulling everybody aside, and he's trying to figure out you know I want to hear from you by yourself, that whole shit right right, 
Uh, that's when we find out that Brad is just super passive, which is fucking nuts because he's nuts. Uh, <laughs> so then, uh, so then we meet uh, our, our expert mixologist, uh, David Vaughn. Uh, new, new to the rodeo. Right? Yeah, this is his first appearance. I believe. Yeah. I have not seen David before. Um, but then we do a little drink porn, and we see him shaking it. And it's and really s- creepy and it's weird. Creepy. And He's fun. like looks like a laughing clown. He does. And to back up. He- he has to dig himself out of a little hole because he's new to the gang and he calls John JT. <gasps> he called in his little intro. He's like, I'm just here to make, I'm just here to make JT proud of me. And I'm like, no, no, no. You have respect. Nope. You use his full name. You use John. John. Call him John, John JT. Taffer. Well, are they on that level? We got it. Th- Not on the first episode, my friend. No. Nah. Ooh, Max For the- is. For those of you who Calm can't out. see at home, I'm uh, I'm wagging my finger at Jim. <laughs> the I mean, mostly at David Vaughn, but through yeah. Jim. I was like, not in the first episode. Yeah, David Vaughn had a bit of hubris for being yes. so new, I felt. Yeah. I was a little taken aback. I and, gotta say, man. And his I credentials didn't... were interesting. He was placed at the top of the Crown Royal Invitational. Yeah. The hell does that mean? Yeah. I don't Good know, question, man. <laughs> fair And fair question as yeah. well. Yeah. So, uh, so then, uh, okay, so we do the drink porn. And then uh, he shows them how to make a tequila sunset. And what I thought was interesting is that David throws a little Spanish accent uh, on the drink. Oh, that, yeah. Uh, or the, on the ingredients. That oh, yeah. Well, that was so weird. Yeah, it was like, you know, the uh, Pablo Picasso or... <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the Don Julio. <laughs> yeah, the Don what Julio. No, no this, wasn't spo- this wasn't sponsored by Don Julio. It wasn't... No, but he, but it, he put an accent on yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm guessing by the name David Vaughn, not Hispanic. Uh, we do learn the interesting stuff that tequila sales have grown 90% in the last decade. That's right. I, I heard that. I remember that, too. That was interesting. I was yeah. surprised. Well, tequila and mezcal has been ma- has been making the rounds this whole year. I guess I've that's really like, oh, Well, I mean, when it's really picks. hot, I think. It was really hot this summer Very hot. in the U.S. Um, so uh, a lot of margaritas, maybe. Yes. Yeah. A lot of Ritas. And here we learn Megan readers. is brand new to the bartending game. She's only had this job five months. Right. Yeah. Uh, and this is in-house training. She doesn't have like bartending school or anything. Nothing, Not man. that that even prepares you. No, but Vaughn is kind of like, oh God, these, these, we got a lot to do. We got a we lot, got lot to, to learn. Um, so John, uh, sees the slot machine. He's like, what's up with like, you're licensed for 12. He's like, I've only got three or whatever because I can't pay the taxes on right. or whatever. And then Dave starts laughing. And finds the to-do list, which, uh, which is a book. Is a book, right? And uh, a John, marble composition book. Yeah, of things that he is supposed to get done. And suffice to say that, that he did himself. Like these are self. Right. I feel like uh, that's the thing a manager should do. Is like, here's a list of things I need to accomplish yeah. to help get this bar. So he at least he did going, that, but yeah. he only got half of them done. Right. Right. And so John is looking through the book. And as calmly as possible, says, uh, I want you to uh, take this book home and uh, set it next to the mirror where you don't fucking shave and throw it away. (laughs) Do you guys remember some of the examples that he read? I I remember purse hooks. Yeah. That was one of the the goals. Like, install purse hooks. uh, It's a very minimal starting point. Yeah, that's a small, small step. So that and now we're about to ramp up. I'm ready. So uh, John calls this the book of failure. That's what it is. And Brad has words with John. And Brad? Says, 
But it's but so weird. It's but so bizarre. Because Brad agrees with Taffer. Brad in no but he, way he, fights. But he tries to argue with him. I don't. I don't know he what tries, is happening. He throws the book and he's like, "You're right. I'm getting rid of this because this is my book of failure. This all changes when I get rid but of this book." He goes. This is what he said out there. He goes. Easy for you to say, Mister John Taffer. I know everything. Why don't this is Vegas, yeah. buddy? This is Vegas. Go back to L.A. Right. He calls him L.A. Surfer Boy. <laughs> L.A. Surfer Boy. <laughs> John L.A. Sir, what? What part of John Taffer A looks L.A. and B, B looks like he's like or is a boy zero? That's a grown man. And you're then talking about. <laughs> and then John tries to yell back at him, but John's confused. He's John's like, like uh, what? And then then in what is the best insult? It's like a Shakespearean level insult. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brad yells, "Easy for you to say, slobber chops." <laughs> What what words just came out of your mouth hole? <laughs> Let the court record show that Brad in fact called him slobber But cops. this but is it, what was so beautiful. It was almost like a ballet. Because yeah. like he insults John, but then in the same breath, all of a sudden is like, You're right! Everything but like yeah. You gotta watch it. Wait, he can't. He can't. The problem is, he knows he's supposed to be angry, but he can't place his anger. So right. He's gonna direct it at John, but he knows it's wrong to do it at John. It's like someone. It's like a train wreck happening. He's like, I can't stop myself. I'm yelling at you, but you're totally right, right. I agree yeah, with I'll you. Fix That's it. right. I'll ex- fix it for you, John. And I'm excited for your help, slobber chops. And that's when John just goes, Jesus Christ, <laughs> and like turns or turns away. Like he doesn't know. He's so flabbergasted. Just so confused. He just because, like because he's he's had passive people who won't accept responsibility, and he's had aggressive people who deflect responsibility. Yeah, yeah, and, and yell at John, but so. never has he had an aggressive acceptance of responsibility. Yeah, ever. <laughs> That's it. He's so he doesn't know what is going on he, because no in John. Does. John's so ready to pull the trigger on yelling too. Like, don't get it twisted. I mean, John yeah, John's will, like ready, but he's like, what? But, so he didn't even have a chance to yell at him because. In the same breath, Brad changed his whole tune. Yeah. It was so... It was so bizarre. I loved it. I was I loved howling. It. I was like, this is... This is so insane. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Who is this person? And I have written down here that uh, Brad goes from zero to 60, and it is amazing, because that's exactly what that's it was. What I, and and oh. it's funny, too, because I, I was also noting that like it's been a good number of episodes since we've seen an angry owner. Yeah, Since we've seen I was someone craving really one. push yeah. back at John, and I've been wanting to see that, and that's something that's actually been grading. Not well, yeah, it's been a little grading the last few episodes. Of a lot of these owners are like, "Yeah, things really got away from me. I, I need help. I, I gotta do this for this, that, and the other reasons." Like, no, sometimes it's really fun to see those aggressive assholes. I like seeing those assholes. Yeah, and so and this is like half of that because he's but, angry, but he's but he's so, going along with everything. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, it was just What's so this? much. It's like half of what I'm looking for. It's amazing. So. So then uh, uh, we, get, we get a little further. Uh, Brad, uh, come, or I'm sorry, Kim comes back in to talk some more shit. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah calls, she calls Megan a stripper. Yep. And just really digs that knife in. And uh, Brad has a come to Jesus with Kim. And he's yeah. like, you got to get your shit. Like, how do Stop I know? Stop it. Yeah. Well, no, he's like, you know, you need to prove that you're here for us. No, but doesn't he say something about like leave her alone, or is that later? John says that. Oh, John says that. Okay. Yeah. Which we get into that, which is so well. No, it's not Kim. It's it's Belinda. 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 Oh, spoiler alert for later in the show. But but Brad lays it down to Kim that 
because Kim wasn't there at the morning meeting and she failed everyone. Right. Her job there for the right. We're talking right Sorry. before the stress test. So Kim is there to help the bartenders and earn their respect first. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's a cool managerial. Yeah, for sure. Uh, technique is like, I I'm willing to have you here, but I need to see that this can be a team effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he talks about from the beginning that he knows they need to be a team and work together. He may have shouted that a few times. Right. But he said, if you're going to be here, we need to work as a team. So you need to show the bar, the, you know, Megan and Liz and Belinda that you can all work together right. and earn their respect and trust yep. and start with that and then we'll talk you and I. I'm like, yeah. that's really cool actually. That was a cool move. Good move, B-Rad. So, uh, <laughs> now we get into the stress test which, man, I've seen some fucking catas- catastrophic failures of stress tests. This test. was bad. Yeah. This was fucking wild. this was all Megan wild. for yeah. the most part. Yeah. And Brad. And yeah, Brad, Brad too. Because uh, well, well, there's one point where um, Megan has made three drinks, right? Well, finally made them because like she kept fucking it up. Dave kept taking them away, and she was she had like butterfingers. Like she was like, like she had no grip. She, it she was no very grip. weird. And we heard Belinda say later in, during the stress test, like Megan's not putting the bottles back where they belong. No, so she's right. Belinda up because she's trying to grab a bottle that she, you know. A large part of, as I understand, of being a bartender is like a lot of it is sense memory. Like yeah, you know, you of reach course. out to a certain your your hand goes to a certain plus spot, and that's gin or mix. Totally, or whatever. should always be in the same spot because yeah. then you can just grab and you don't have to look. You don't have to look right. at the bottles. Like it takes too long. And yeah. Belinda's losing time because Megan keeps just putting stuff wherever yeah. she can. And so, and poor Megan actually really has a breakdown. She's really stressed. Cause she, she has wants like an actual well. anxiety. Like you can tell because otherwise she wouldn't be like th- like her glasses falling and like. The ice, she can't put the ice in. Like, she's really loose, and it's she very visually. It's disturbing. It's actually authentic, I think. I don't think this was. Yeah, no, you can't too- teach that in acting school. No, because she was like totally bright red. She started crying. She, ran she to was the bathroom. shaking. You could tell she was shaking, ran to the bathroom. She couldn't quite catch her breath. No, she couldn't catch it, her it breath. It was actually very, it was very unsettling. I it really was. I got felt- really, and then Kim like grabs her by the head and is like, you can't have a panic attack right no. now. And she's like, meh. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like, what's the thing to say? You cannot have a panic attack while you're having a panic attack. Well, yeah. Well, Watch but, this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll show you. Check but, this out. But, right. but it was more than you just can't have a panic attack. She actually, if I remember right, she tried to be supportive. She was like, yeah, Kim was like trying thing. to be actually. Kim yeah. really tried. Nice. Really I thought that was, I was a little pleased. And that's, but that's when, or was that after the fact? I think it was uh, during oh, the stress no. test. Uh, <laughs> then Belinda's yeah. really weird. And then Belinda, like, I, I, I think I kind of have it out of sequence, but it's fine. It doesn't matter. Um, so Belinda, like, like, you're like has I never this, had like, a daughter. Belinda <laughs> has this weird, like, pep talk with her maternal pep ma- talk, but just like in the most fucked up way possible. Yeah, it was like, really weird. So, you know, you don't let Kim fuck with you. Yeah, I don't know. No, uh, it was like you're gonna prove everybody wrong because right. everyone thinks you're a stripper and a <laughs> junkie, and you're not that. And of course, Megan's like, I'm, and we get it later, but she's like, why the fuck are you bringing this up at work? Like, yeah, Megan's like, why did you say that? Right. Why she's like, I'm you not your daughter. That? And Belinda's like, but you're young enough to be my daughter. Yeah, yeah, young. that's what she says. You're that's young. What she says. You're young enough to be my daughter. So, uh, so that was a little bit down the road. But uh, so Megan, uh, Megan has the nervous breakdown. And then John, because, you know, look, and John's right, man, but it's like, you know, that's a high pressure business. Like, being a bartender in, like, that sort of environment 
is high pressure. And if you can't do that, then you shouldn't be there. Yeah. Right? And then... Uh, so and David is also really pissed off. Yeah, Vaughn gets pissed. Right. Which yeah. is another thing I didn't like about him. Where, like, Phil Mills will sometimes get pissed off, but it's after... He's earned it. He's earned it. A, yeah. And, and the bartender, when the, the, the specialists get pissed off after, like, rough days of training, like, you can tell they're fighting all the way through this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whereas we don't... I don't know. Maybe we missed that struggle. Maybe that got edited down. But I felt like he didn't have much sympathy for Megan, which made me upset. Yes, he yeah. didn't show much sympathy. We didn't mm-hmm. see this any it sort wasn't of struggle. Just like before. Her being like a fuck up and laughing about it, like she was really upset. She lost her shit. Yeah, she lost and her he shit. didn't have any sympathy, which no I thought empathy. was yeah, and it was rough. And and like Jim said, you got to earn being pissed off at those bartenders, <laughs> and I don't feel like David earned it. Yeah, man, no. he's first episode. Oh, I don't know. Chill, homie. You better, uh, you better check your role. So, uh, know your place. Fucking right. So then, uh, John sums up, uh, their performance in three words, crashed big time. Uh, and he shuts it down. Yeah. And he says, and it's rare. We're going to shut this bar down. He did it. He did one of those. That one. Yeah. Because, and he said, he's like, I have nothing good to say about this. Yeah. There's no redeem. No one. He usually tries to Well, he kicked everybody. They were like, we got to kick you all out. So like the whole group leaves mm-hmm. all the stress test customers left They're out. yeah so uh well, that th- is how it always gets shut down is like they do kick no i know but out, i felt but like, like it was very f- swift and because uh, brad everyone was just a complete disaster megan was having a panic attack brad couldn't bring out the drinks to the right place well the, oh, that's the other like thing five tables megan, and this is what i think really unhinged megan is like megan finally made three drinks right brad takes them for another person on the other side of the bar. Yeah. So Megan's like, why the fuck did you just take my drink? Yeah, right. so They're, close to getting a good mark in yeah, her column. Yeah. yeah, and then Brad's like, well, I'll just make three more. And, you know, how hard it was her to... She's like, was, yeah, all right, I'll do it again. And then that's when I think it's either David or John. Uh, John. Oh, no, it's John. John's like, look, these drinks have to have a landing point. And you're taking them to the incorrect landing point. Mm-hmm. Megan's made them for these three people. She has to give them to those three people. If you want her to make drinks for other people, tell them to make them for the other people. And Megan's like, yeah, exactly. Don't fuck me up like this. So uh, so then after uh, the, uh, uh, the fucked up stress test, yeah. in a bit of defiance, our rough. good friend. That was, a, that that was, was really one of the hardest stress tests to watch in a while. That was one of the hardest shut it downs for me, too. I yeah. yeah. I don't it, know. It, it, hit, it hit a nerve. Uh, so uh, Brad, uh, in a fit of defiance, uh, throws out the mannequin. He's like, you know who's at fault? That fucking mannequin. <laughs> yeah, outside. he's like, it's the mannequin's fault. None of this would have happened if and we didn't have that And she's nude at this Christine. point. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> he like, throws out a naked. Strips the mannequin. Throws her out. Of course, of course he did because that is the that's the our lightning rod for misfortune is that fucking mannequin. So um so that we we uh cut from there to uh, David putting together uh, a cocktail program. Yeah. Uh, Which I thought was a little weird. I have to be honest. Yeah. uh, Well, so they go training or like the cocktail program is introduced while the bar is getting renovated. So they go to some like casino bar or whatever. And it's and like half of them are like they're the coffee drink I thought was really weird. Rum, coffee, cinnamon, half and half garnished with a biscotti. Yeah. I was like, where the hell are you going to get that? Well, I mean, I, I know they're off the strip, but. 
I was like, I don't know if that, that's, that's really. That's not a usual garnish to keep stocked in a bar. No. And if I'm out at a bar, like, I don't know. I, that's more like a lounge. I don't know. I wouldn't. That's I more would... loungy. And frankly, or restaurant, like maybe brunch or something yeah. you would have, okay. you know, like a coffee drink. Sure. I also, yeah, those are the moments that I always cringe when they get these, they do these fancy yeah. drinks that really don't match with the bar. And I'm like, you guys know better. And like, they have a this, drink called the Brad, which also looked weird. So weird. Yeah. Garnished with like a jalapeno. And I was like, this yeah. is not the place. Yeah, it just. That always makes me embarrassed. Uh, so, yeah, we have some of that weird shit going down. And then they go meet at the casino. And Kim and Megan have a heart-to-heart. Yeah. And they work through their situation. And then John gets involved. And uh, uh, John, uh, Belinda, you know, John's like, yo, man, I don't want you to get personal. With You shouldn't be getting personal with Megan. Yeah. Like, don't talk about her life outside of this place. It has nothing to do with you. Stop doing This is that. about business. Be it's professional. About business. Yeah. Exactly. So then... Uh, Belinda's like, you know, but she's young and she and John's like, what do you exactly this? Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> she doesn't want you to talk to her like that. So stop doing it. I, I really thought John was going to push for a landmark fire right there. I'm like, Belinda doesn't seem to be getting the point. No, no. she really didn't, man. And it was kind of like, like, what are you like? What part of this are you not listening to? There's uh, one. There's one thing if you're feeling maternal or whatever. For somebody, there's another thing if you're like acting on it and like making this poor person uncomfortable. Like, right. what the hell are you doing? And also, especially when the person has said, "I don't want you to be my no, mother." No, exactly. In this. It's like really condescending not to listen to her, and just yeah. it's bullshit. Yeah, if that's it, the dynamic of the relationship, that's one thing, but it's clearly it's not. clearly not. It's Megan's like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> yeah, you fucking weirdo. Yeah, like, like you're get... not my mom. I have a kid. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. What What is this weird shit all about? So, uh, uh, yeah, it just, I don't know, man. What a weird lady. Uh, so we do, uh, we do some more, we do Vegas porn and then we see like shots of Vegas. Yeah. City of lights. Yeah. Oh, also Mm -hmm. did we talk about, um, Megan and Kim resolve their, their issues? Yeah, they resolve. John is like, you yes. guys, you don't hate each other. You hate the situation that you're Mm. in. Mm. Because Kim. Phil. Yes, that was a great Dr. Phil moment. That was a good Dr. Phil. Because, you know, Kim really stepped up and, like, really, you know, gave her her kind of uh, uh, the emotional support she needed. Yeah, time. she owned up a little bit to her Yeah, she, yeah, to she her owned shit. up to her fuckery. Yeah. Which was uh, good to see. And also, you, actually, I just realized now you can see the difference in how Megan reacts and how Megan gets her pep talks. Like, Belinda, she found condescending and awful. And Kim, she... She at least realized she was trying to be helpful. Yeah, Kim was like, sure. "You can do this. You're smart. You're capable. You're, t- you know, you know." Kim just said all the things that needed to be said and let Megan run with the rest. Right. You know, for better and for worse. It obviously didn't work so well, but like those were the things that Megan responds to, and that's how you give her the pep talk to get through the rough times. Yeah, totally. and I think that's what she appreciated. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, we do like the final. Uh, uh, oh, they do like the the renovation and then you know they line up the staff and brad shaved and brad he a haircut <laughs> he doesn't look like a fucking he doesn't look like zach Galifianakis anymore no. <laughs> but now he looks like 1999 like 
Fred Durst kind of. Oh, or no. like Not Fred Durst. I don't know. He has like a horrible goatee and like his hair is sticking out. I don't know. Yeah. But it, hey, he tried. He's groomed and he's wearing a jacket and a collared shirt. Yeah, sure. I mean, you guys have goatees, but they actually look normal. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, but so His head's really small for his body. Yes. yes. So it looks really so weird. Goatee's not the best facial goatee's hair Goatee's not the best ha- facial yeah. hair for that. He, uh, he should tone it down. Tone it down. Uh, so then we reveal the bar, and the bar is called the Bradley. How about that? Well. <laughs> How? Well. How self-indulgent. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Jim. But it's great, though, because Bradley doesn't actually have that huge of an ego. No. It's not like he's No, he's said, just a weirdo. All, yeah, he's just a, a big weirdo, weirdo who, like, <laughs> is super not, like, like, just a very bipolar. Like, very, like, weirdly bipolar. We don't even know. Yeah, there's a lot of shit going on there. Uh, so then the bar is, like, super warm, and it looks nice and inviting, and there's no more BDSM. You know, if you want to do that, you got to go to like Craigslist or Backpages or find yeah. that. And there, of course, they do Orange Door again. Yeah, our good friend at Orange Door. Uh, uh, and they also took care of the gaming taxes for three months. That's yeah. right. Which is be they huge. installed new machines, which will give them a good place to get ahead of the bi- yeah. their bills and, and the, stuff. The stage they like where the S and M shit happened. They like had a nice live stage area right yeah. that they renovated and oh, but only a one-year subscription to taffer virtual training a lot of mm. bars get lifetime subscriptions oh they only got a one year which actually makes me think these bartenders may be more ahead of the game than they yeah. appear if they only need like a year yeah to get yeah. this together but i remember also not really caring for the exterior i don't think the exterior was like that big call to action that john always talks about it was <laughs> it was the run the run out wasn't that great yeah yeah outside right interior was interior awesome. was beautiful yeah the exterior uh, was just the. I think they just. I don't know if they ran out of time or what, but yeah. it sort of left some well, things to be desired. I will say um, that uh, John closes it out with the signature hug. Yes. And the smile. He does. Yeah, and then he kind of like walks out and looks over his shoulder. Oh, and, I, and love, oh I, love I love that. that. Yeah. It's so beautiful. It's the, the, great. The wistful look of like I did right by this. Shakes arm. his head like. Yeah. Mm. There you was also the, the funny <laughs> moment where they're about to, to relaunch, it. and uh, Brad asks for Belinda. Belinda for a high five, but Belinda can't reach over the bar. Mm. <laughs> so so they, they, they like barely touch fingers because so they're stupid. both short and weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't reach. Yeah. It, uh, it's, it's, it's quite the outfit we got here. Oh my but God. It, was light, it was a light and sweet moment. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, which closes us out to our uh, six weeks later where uh, apparently, uh, allegedly, sales are up 10%. Uh-huh. But uh, but also he was wearing a super weird shirt and his hair was like dyed poorly and spiked weirdly. <laughs> There's some stuff Did, did you on. catch this? It was it was a very weird yeah, like, yeah, yeah, fill-in. Yeah. I like that they're moving to like video and yeah. live audio fill-ins. I'm like, here's where we all are. No, I love the, that. The video, the, oh, the video Brad posted gave the vibe of like a terrorist holding someone hostage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like we are doing well. We're doing we great. We are up ten. I was a little nervous with that. Six weeks later, I was like, "What's going on here?" Yeah, but there. So, but but we have it's some Las research. Vegas. I mean, how do we know what when anything what what is happening anywhere? Well, all right. Well, now that Talk we get to, us, to the man. oh our research the department. Research. Let me start with the positive. Uh, Brad's Facebook page. His profile picture is him. Uh, in a lazy boy with a big goofy brown and white dog nice. lying okay. in his lap, good. So he gets points for having a big giant dog. Yeah, always gets points for the dog. Yeah, 
Uh, it'd be nice if the dog's head were facing to the camera. But hey, you know what? It's big and goofy. We trust and believe in you. Uh, Megan was at the last look three years sober from crystal meth. Nice. Was what she was addicted to. So mm. congratulations to her on her yeah. sobriety. You, and we hope that's yeah, good for you. Um, you know her Facebook page. De- you know, definitely like her cover photo is like that one of those quotes of like, if you keep bringing up my past, you don't deserve to be in my future. <laughs> sort of thing. Nice. So take, take that, Belinda. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. shots fired, uh, shots fired, Belinda. She has it, but she has some cute pictures of her like done up really pretty. She's with her daughter. Like, oh, like, like nice. she's, she's doing life. Good. Um, this episode was filmed in early April, and Brad did publicize it, and the bar did publicize it. Like, come to a viewing party, come watch the show. We're really excited about it. Nice. Um, however, the bar closed just three months <gasps> after Bar Rescue left. Mmm. Whoa. What? Yeah, they sold to another owner who didn't keep the concept, obviously, because Bradley's not there, so I call it yeah, yeah. The Bradley. Uh, and they opened their own bar in that location. Um, and it seems like that bar, it's called the Sahara Lounge, is having fetish nights. <laughs> Holy uh, shit! So they brought it back. So it all came full fucking circle. Yeah, they call it Tantalizing wow. Tuesdays. <laughs> what? Oh my god, I think it did happen on a Tuesday, too. Yeah. And it, uh, if you look back, these Tantalizing Tuesdays had been happening for some time. So that scene in the car where Brad was like, I had no idea this was happening. He was lying. Flat out. Flat out. <laughs> this was happening. Damn. He was not he probably was not happy about it at any point. Right. But he definitely knew that was happening. But there was definitely that scene in the car where he's like, I had no idea. Total I'm lie. Sorry. Um it seems like the bar and tantalizing Tuesday had a falling out after bar rescue because they were upset that the cross was destroyed. <laughs> they said So it's it, the same guys. Yeah, it was the same guys. So they, they said that cross back. was worth fifteen hundred dollars. Wow! That Brad destroyed. That's a lot. That is for two pieces of plywood like wood. and some like hooks. I go could. to Home Depot, man. Stick that shit together yourself. Yeah, what the hell? I mean, I- uh, but Tantalizing Tuesdays did move, but Sahara Lounge now does have their own other fetish night. Damn, and the reviews are not so great. And <laughs> who'd have thought? Yeah, who'd have well, thought? Well, you know, you can't. You can take the BDSM out of the bar, but you can't. I, or yeah, the, something like that. You can take the, the BDSM at the bar, but you can't take the, the bar, bar out, out of the, the BDSM. BDSM. That doesn't right. make sense, but we're going to keep... We're going to yeah, go with that. Go with it's got it. legs. It's going to work. <laughs> so, this bar, so the Bradley is shut down. It's now reopened as the Sahara Lounge. It's sort of unclear where Bradley and Megan and Kim and the gang are now. Ended up. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. Speculate, speculate. <gasps> but the Bradley did not last. And to not even make it three months... Which, that's a but, little sad. By the way, is, that's 12 weeks. That's just a little bit longer than the six-week update, and I think it takes longer than six weeks to sell a bar. Yeah. Maybe. Actually, I don't know how fast real estate can My move. thought is maybe that, I mean, this this is totally unfounded, but my thought is like after the reno, Brad was probably like, oh, nice. Now I have all this nice shit inside here. I can sell it per, for probably more. So maybe it was his. Possibly, right? Maybe this I have, I have this. a feeling it was his like money. He might have flipped that. Yeah. John Taffer's definitely was followed like a up with a few bars that they sold it right after renovation. Yeah, because they flipped it essentially for them. That um that um beer bar in LA that like had like 128 beers on tap. That <laughs> yeah. was one of the bars that they sold it like two weeks after Bar Rescue. Yeah, because all of a yeah. sudden you get a brand new interior and it's like all it's done top up. Top of the line shit. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's just like, yo, fuck this. Let me turn this. I could make way more money. Exactly. Otherwise. So, uh, so that's our, um, so that's the, uh, uh, 12 beers a slave, 
episode. Uh, you can't see it, but I rolled my eyes at saying it. Uh, <laughs> so now uh, we get into our Shattered Glass review. Uh, for those of you new to the game, uh, we rate each episode on a scale of one to five. One being a complete disastrous shit show to five being a taffer opus. Uh, so, Katrin, where, where do you fall with us? Oh, man. I'm going to go with three and a half again. Okay. I, know I keep... That's fine. It's like always the middle range. Um, I didn't give it four. Um, actually, I got... For some reason... <laughs> I got sad when you said it closed down, Max. So <laughs> I, I was like, debating: should I give this postpartum? I know, I don't know. Maybe we'll s- we'll have to but think it's hard about that. It does color. It sort of colored my my views. The reason I did, I would almost give it a four, only because it was so batshit bonkers that it was like entertaining as hell. Like I don't know if it really was the bar that I wanted to see or blah blah blah, you know. Um, but it was very wacky and weird it was like it was like an absurdist piece i don't know i can't even (laughs) it wasn't the bar we deserved i didn't even know what was happening this whole episode i just was like i I couldn't tell what what the producers were doing i don't know it was like but it was good i i had a lot of a lot of fun i'm i think i'll just leave it at that and like the the new drink porn insanity and yeah, a lot of personalities, a lot of psychosis. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think that was like why I liked it so much. But everything else, like the reno and the name and all that kind of stuff, I didn't give a crap about. So I think that's why I wouldn't have rated it higher. It was just the the, the drama and the weirdness is why I liked it. So you're sticking with three and a half? Yeah, I'm sticking with three and a half. half. I, those are all very good points. I will, I will begin with what I found lacking in the episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, again, no blueprint science. Max, Max is pissed. I know. Yeah. This is starting, I'm, this is a palpable, noticeable dif- uh, <laughs> exclusion. Uh, not, not Mr. Happy. Taffer. Also, Partender seems to be gone. Yeah. Not yeah, not, there hasn't been Partender. Like, here's how much liquor you're losing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really, I need to learn things to teach other people things about bars. Right. Even though I don't go out to bars that much. Um, but I, I love those learning sections, and I sure. feel like those have been really missing. Yeah. Uh, I also did not care for David Vaughn. Uh, I'm sure he's great at the Crown Royal Invitational. <laughs> but if I'm going to have a young, thin, neat man rock a vest, I want Phil Mills. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I want him back. I want someone with patience to teach these bartenders. Or one like of David... any of the Irish guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was missing that. There was something else. The big thing was the blueprint science and special and the specialists there's something else i was gonna say i don't know but it was and i am disappointed in the aftermath of what happened but i'm working hard to divorce that from how i rank the episode itself okay yeah because i feel like that's you got to be a little more i think you should be objective about it right basing it on the uh, there's some scientific criteria about sure sure and for those you have as, as we all had fun with just a batshit crazy owner mm-hmm. who was fascinating <laughs> to watch. I don't even know. Yeah, You had uh, great emotional ties with Megan trying to support her daughter. You had that yep. great line, which I've heard a few other times. I just, I can't buy clothes for my daughter. Right. Yes. And God, you gotta buy, help the kid get clothes. Gotta get help get clothes. And so you had a great redemption story where she's, you know, strung out, turning her life around. She's working hard. Yeah. Rough started being a bartender, but gosh darn it, she's trying. 
Just trying to make and they're it all happen. pretty good when they relaunch. We didn't talk about that, but they all sort of had yeah, it together. Yeah, there's good narratives. Yeah, narrative this was arc. a really good narrative. Mm. You know, they got rid of the BDSM craziness, which again, not that BDSM is crazy and shouldn't inherently be in a bar, but for this bar, it was, did not belong. No. And they got rid of that. They got a classy makeover. Everyone mm-hmm. was super excited. Mm-hmm. I thought it had all the drama we're looking for. I think, the, oh, I think that's what I was going to say. I, I am starting to miss the angry confrontational bar owner. Yeah. And not this angry confrontational bar owner <laughs> like who agrees genuine with angry. Right. Someone who goes, I know what I'm doing. This is great. Nothing's wrong. I don't need slobber yeah. chops telling me what to do. <laughs> By the way, slobber chops for itself should get a half. Everyone should give it a half a star. Half give it a another half glass. star. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, just for that alone. So I thought it was just a, a great episode. It was entertaining. Great drama. Great stories. I go... I was going to give it a four, but now with my self-imposed rule of everyone giving it an extra half because of slobber chops, I would say four and a half. Oh, okay. But without the rule, I would say a solid four. This was a okay. really enjoyable, fun episode. This is well worth the watch. It's so zany yeah. and laugh out loud Yeah, it's moments, very zany. But also some heartbreaking moments with the panic attack at yeah. the stress test. Mm-hmm. It really hits the full range of emotions. It's a beautifully run episode. Four shattered nice. glasses. Four shattered glasses. Okay. We'll take it. Uh, so I'm going to, I also, I'm going to go four and a quarter. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and I will say a lot of this was carried by Brad's insanity. <laughs> I just, I fell into it. I was like, what the fuck? Why is he yelling in agreeance? This is so insane. Was so weird. He was so insane. And just, I've never seen John get trumped by his own <laughs> arguing. His own petard. Yeah, Yeah, it just, he didn't know what to do with someone who was like just so passionately in favor of him, but not. (laughs) I don't. It was a. Sloppy chops. Slobber chops. Slobber chops. When he threw the the book and the mannequin, he just started screaming. Just lost his shit. And it was for the most bizarre reasons ever. And I loved it. I loved the insanity of Brad. Um, it had the emotional drama with mm-hmm. Megan and Megan rising like a phoenix from the ashes. Yes. And, you know, just, you know, and, and the trials and tribulations of Kim fucking with her, Belinda being weird as shit, <laughs> backhandedly insulting her. Like, it was so much. And then John intervenes and he's like, stop talking to her like that. I'm like, this is so fucking amazing. And so, yeah, I got to give this a solid four shattered glasses. Like I was, re- I had so much fun here. You know, it's very, it's very hard for me to give fives and I'll Wait, tell you I, why. Yeah. Because I feel like when you give a five, that's it. you how do you get better than how that? do you get better yeah. than that? You know, so yeah. I got to stay, I'm staying four. Nice. Now I'm curious because when you open with four and a quarter, did you talk yourself down? Yeah. A quarter oh, I'm sorry. Which is okay. I, I no, I, I'm, I'm, I've, I'm fucked up. Uh, four and a quarter. Uh, All right. Final answer. Final answer, four and a quarter. Um, again, it just, so much of that was just uh, Brad's insanity. And I was like, this is so amazing. It was special. I've never, and again, also, what really earned it was when John opened with, he's aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> really, John? <laughs> you, 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 uh, <laughs> That uh, you know who you are and the things that you say, some might call you hyper aggressive. So for you to say that about him is amazing. So yeah, I'm going four and a quarter. Uh, final answer. 
Uh, Everyone should watch this episode several times. Yeah, Yeah, watch it. It's good. Yeah, really dig into this one, guys uh, and gals out there listening. This is a an episode that just has a lot of different turns. Um, So uh, yeah, that is our episode. so I will plug this show. Uh, please download us uh, from iTunes. You can give us five stars. We'd appreciate that. Um, also, you can go on to uh, Stitcher. Find us there. Uh, certainly email us at shutitdownpodcast@gmail.com. We'd really love to hear from you. Uh, tell us your favorites. Tell us your least favorites. Tell us your favorite John Blazer that he wears. Whatever it is that you're into, you know that's that's where we're at. Um, Katrin, what uh, what do you got going on? Um, I have a show next. Well, did I I plugged it in the last thing? Can I? Oh put yeah. It in? Well, when is it? This is gonna come out next Tuesday, right? Okay, so so that would be the twelfth. Is that right? Fourteenth. I have a show at QED at eight thirty. Yes. Or no, the, it'll be the 13th. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So tomorrow. So, <laughs> effectively tomorrow. Tomorrow, Story of Queens, QED, um, 8.30. I'll be doing some stand-up. So go check her out there. Max, what's uh, what's your deal? Uh, make sure to check me out uh, on my website and the Twitter and Facebook at This Is Max Cohen. Uh, as always, check out my beautiful dog, Coach, at SleepyNYC yes. Dog. Uh, and I have my uh, debut album recording November 20th at the Wild Project Theater on the Lower East Side of the great New York City. Uh, Sunday, November 20th. It's a great way to start the Thanksgiving Day holiday. Uh, <laughs> buy tickets and come see a great time. Yay. Yes. Go do that. Um, Max. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you again for listening. And as always, continue to shut it down. Peace.